jump right in or do we want to chat a minute first what yeah we can just jump right in the birds are the birds seem to be happy that we're recording today i know the (laughs) birds are kind of back and uh this time without drama no no bird fighting so it's kind of nice no game of thrones and i hope with no i i um nope i'm out there's dragons remember yep uh and i hope our listeners don't mind the sound of the birds is it enough that it's disruptive it's actually relaxing (laughs) okay good all right so we'll let the birds birds keep singing uh people are gonna like it um so anyways welcome i'm good welcome and welcome listeners yes welcome listeners we're back we're um we're still without kevin we're still without and our political and medical correspondent, but we'll do our best to we make, will do our um, best. conjectures and non-sourced opinions for the masses. <laughs> right, because <laughs> that's what we do. Because that's what we do. Um, so hi to Kevin and, you know, take care of yourself and we'll be talking to you soon, I hope. Yeah. And uh, so do we, what do you have for news that you can use? Well, I mean, it just seems to be a lot of disasters right now happening left and right. Uh, Florida has uh, been hit with a hurricane. Florida, I guess I should say Florida and Georgia, because it seems like Georgia got hit pretty bad, too. Um, so we had that. and Yes, that... and if there was any damage in Georgia, like you were just saying, um, it's, it's not going to be spoken about down here, because all we hear about is um, what happened in Florida. And it was pretty bad. And it was pretty um, bad. It got, it, it got really bad. It got a lot worse than I think people thought it was going to get. Um, I think more people, just based on what I've heard and the news clips and everything, it seems to me that more people took it seriously and evacuated. And I think that might be because of what happened in Ian. Because right. so many people were killed in Ian and nobody died in this one. That's, that's uh, that great. I know of. Yeah, there was there so, was lots of flooding. I know, I know Crystal River and just about everything north of it was pretty uh, was hit pretty hard. Well, we wish the best to those of our listeners who might have been in that area or might be in that area. Uh, let's hope you go through the recovery process quickly, Florida. Right. Um, you know, Fort Myers is still rebuilding after um it's almost a year so it's yeah. gonna take a while but it'll happen it takes a while it does it's unfortunate and it's, and it's happening everywhere we have the fires in maui we have oh this my. we have this uh you know the burning man festival that just happened where thousands of people are now stranded after heavy wait, rains wait no i don't know about this story i'm out of that loop. Oh. and you Oh, wait, what happened? So, okay, this is last, this is just like, uh, let's see, this is updated, what is today, September 3rd? Yeah, so this is yeah. updated today. So, um, 
like Burning Man. Do you know what the Burning Man Festival is? Because I, I, do, I have, unfortunately, because I know someone who died there. Yeah. Okay. So it's a big festival. Or it's, died as a result of being there. Died when he got to the hospital. So Anyways. did they die of an overdose? Do you mind me asking? No, it was really tragic, Brian. They fell in a fire. Oh wow. They fell in a bonfire and were burned so badly they didn't make it very wow. long. Yeah, it was pretty tragic. So anyways, so that's all I know about it. Sounds like a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, and it is. maybe music. I don't know if there's music. It it seems to be more of like a DJ driven event. I'm not it, okay. it, it I don't think they really have bands there. It's not like Coachella, you know, where like Billy okay. Eilish is flying out to play a set. So, but unfortunately, and this is from CNN, uh, officials say that over 70,000 people are stranded in the Nevada de desert after heavy rains swamped the annual Burning Man Festival, leaving thick annual, uh, sorry, not annual, <laughs> ankle deep, <laughs> ankle deep mud. Attendees were told to shelter in place uh, in the Black Rock, Rock Desert and conserve food, water, and fuel. Officials have Holy halted. Shit. Yeah, officials have halted all traffic, aside from emergency vehicles, from entering or leaving the festival. Uh, authorities are investigating a death which occurred during this rain event, according to the sheriff's office. Though it's unclear if the death was related to the storms, uh, the remote site event in northwest Nevada was hit with two to three months worth of rain in just 24 hours from Friday to Saturday morning. More is anticipated Sunday afternoon, which is today. Wow. I had not heard uh, a word of that because, yeah. like I said, in Florida, we're only still talking about that hurricane. Yeah, 70,000 um, people. Holy shit. Like, here's what I hope. I hope that they're all chill and hippie enough to be like, cool, I get Monday off. You know? <laughs> and, and, you know, go roll with it. I hope it doesn't become some sort of savagery that you can imagine could happen. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to leave a Super Bowl with 70,000 people. Yep. And they were trying to put us all on four buses. So you was, can imagine that crowd. That was me um, at the, the U2 concert. It is, it, it, when there are that many people in one space, it becomes dangerous no matter what you try to do. Exactly. When, especially if the thing ends and everybody leaves at the same time. That is, yes, that's what it, happened to us. It is the most, I mean, if you have never had a panic attack, you will. In that I, situation. In that situation, I was trying. We were kind of in the middle of this path. And I kept saying to my friend, like, I got to get out of this crowd. I, I, it doesn't mean I have to be to the front. I got to go to the side. Like, we finally pushed our ways off to the side of the crowd because I was two seconds away from losing it. Right. In a full-on panic attack. Yeah. It gets um, to you. Yeah. I'm not good anymore with that. That's the last time I hope I ever experience something like that. So, God, I hope those people in Nevada are okay. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed for them. Exactly. Uh, keep us posted. We'll keep you posted. And what yeah. else do you have, Brian, I'll keep following that. We can use. So, as far as news you, uh, you can use, some of it kind of leads into our um, entertainment news. Yeah, it does. Let's just do it. So, yeah, unfortunately, Jimmy Buffett, who we never got around to having an episode about, has passed away. The Margaritaville singer was dead, uh, found dead at 76 from, it sounds like skin cancer. Am I right about that? I don't know if you're right or wrong. Today was the first day that I heard anyone say the word cancer. There hasn't really been okay. any report of it. Just 
All I, I had heard up until today, it was uh, a long-term illness. So, okay, this is from CNN as well. Um, okay. Jim, uh, Jimmy has passed away. This is a quote from, let's see. Uh, let's see. This one really sad. I know. Sure. So this is a quote from, it, I think it's his estate. Yeah, because okay. it's on his social media pages. So it says, Jimmy has passed away peacefully on the night of September 1st, surrounded by his family, friends, music, and dogs. A statement released on his social page reads, he lived his life uh, like a song till the very last breath and will be missed beyond measure by so many. The statement continued. Buffett had been fighting Merkel cell skin cancer at the time of his death, according to an updated obituary on his official website. He had the disease for four years and continued and continued to perform during treatment. Uh, wow. the, sing- the singer-songwriter was briefly hospitalized in May following a trip to the Bahamas. Um, and had to stop for a checkup, but wound up back in the hospital to address some issues that needed immediate attention. He posted a day later that he would be headed back um, home soon. It's it, There's an outpouring of support and well wishes. Oh, he, everybody knew him and loved him. Everybody and, knew him and loved him. Uh, and all you know of his we fans. have to do one of his albums for next week, right? I mean, and and in Florida, and especially where I grew up in Florida, in Key West, this man oh. was a legend. That is <laughs> He's a all legend I everywhere. heard. Um, Brian, everybody I know is mourning the loss of Jimmy Buffett. I was fortunate enough to see him in concert. How about you? I have never seen him in concert, believe it or not. But I have and seen you know I have seen him like actually on the island, like in Key West when he was there. Yeah, uh, he, that he was fun. He was staying right around the corner from a resort that my dad. There were two five star resorts in uh, Key West, and the, it was the Marriott, and it was. Um, uh, Coconut Beach Club, which Coconut Beach Club technically was a timeshare resort, but you could rent rooms there if you had enough money. You know? Oh, okay. So, yeah, it was very nice. So, And it was right next door to Louis Backyard, which if anybody knows, Louis Backyard is like a five-star French cuisine, like, you know, Michelin restaurant, like super. Yeah. Like, I've you pay... only been to Key West once, so I don't know any of these things. Oh, so like you pay like a hundred dollars a plate and you barely get any food at all it's like two <laughs> two pieces of asparagus with like you know like a yeah, few potatoes yeah. and like half There's, a piece of fish yeah and then you go out and have a big ice cream sundae on the way home exactly um well anyways i was really saddened i was fortunate to see him i saw him in a place it used to be called great woods in mansfield massachusetts and it's still there. They just call it something else. I don't know what it is. But we actually went because we wanted to see Little Feet. Oh, wow. So we got, you know, we were so excited because we Little Feet opened for him. Throwback so to our fantastic. very first episode, listeners. Yes, yes, that's a throwback. And I can tell you a really funny story about what I did at that concert. <laughs> um, is it legal? We, uh, yeah, I don't know that I'd get arrested for what I did. Um, but it's, so we were getting out of our car, we were parked, we were walking through the parking lot. You know, these big places have gigantic parking lots and you're going to walk forever, right? Yeah. So as we were walking through the parking lot, there was a car with a balloon tied to its antenna as if it was like, here we are, like for them to find their way back. 
Mm-hmm. So I took oh, the balloon off the car. I and did. You and, it. Yeah, I took the balloon off the car and I moved it way far away to another car. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was hilarious. That was at the Jimmy Buffett concert. So, well, and if you uh, never got a chance to eat at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, you really missed out. I think they're still around. I want to um, say. Well, I think they're a big thing because they're building pre Hurricane Ian. They've been building this Margaritaville resort yeah i mean you can still beach they're in the frozen food section now too so they must have been i mean they must be pretty huge it's his empire is probably far beyond music it's probably far beyond what we understand him to be which is a musician you know he's probably made more money off of frozen food and his margaritaville brand than anything (laughs) i bet yes he's a big frozen food salesperson and it's good Everybody beat. Is it good? Oh, my God. If you've never tried his frozen food, he has these shrimp, these Caribbean, like, jerk shrimp that you can buy, and they're frozen, but they are the best. I mean, when I say flavor, girl, you can make a shrimp taco out of these because all it is is the shrimp. You can add whatever you want. You can put it over rice. You can make it a taco. You can make it whatever you want. So it's already seasoned, apparently. Yes, yes, and it's just the shrimp, and they're raw. So you do have to cook them, but you can put them, after you do that, you can cook them and put them on anything. It's so good. But they are pricey. So usually, and people, our listeners who don't know what Publix is, um, usually I used to only get them when they were buy one, get one free. And uh, grocery stores up here in Ohio, they don't really do BOGOs. So I know. They probably have lower prices, though. They have, Um, not not really, no. But, um... Go ahead. But Publix, you know, you would, uh, if for those of uh, those of you who do not have Publix, which is most of the United States, because <laughs> they're only in, a, I think they're only on the East Coast from Florida to Tennessee right now. You can't find them above Tennessee. But um, they, they have these things where you will find these brands that are usually very, very expensive. And Publix is not cheap either. They're usually very, they, their markup is very high. They're the highest in the yes. neighborhood, for sure. But they will have BOGO deals, and you can just kind of try things, right? And occasionally, they'll have these big, high-priced items, like, you know, that are $20 on BOGO. And that was the case with these Jimmy Buffett shrimp. They're usually, like, 9 bucks, 10 bucks for not All very, right, I'll have not, to look for them. For not um, very many, really. And add to his wealth, because yeah. he's not... Um, I know this episode is not about Jimmy Buffett, but while we were just talking, I Googled, you know, his worth and it says he's a billionaire. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Well, then he's and then made... it asks somebody, you know how they do the people also ask? Yeah. Somebody was like, is he the rich, richest musician? And um, they confirm that he's a billionaire, but they're like, he gets a lot of his money from the chain of Margaritaville hotels See? and restaurants. I'm saying and then it says the next article, you know, if you click on it, how did Jimmy Buffett get so much money? Yeah. Uh, his fortune included 28% of Margaritaville, uh, 570 million earned from tours and recording. I mean, it just goes on. He's rich. And that's the thing. Rich. Yeah. And he was a, he was a tour jug. He never stopped touring. He's always, he's like the Grateful Dead, Dave Matthews band. One of those people that is always on tour for something, even though he might not have a live album, he doesn't, or an album out to promote. He doesn't really need one. 
Uh-huh. He has he has so many fans that they will just oh, turn yes. up to watch his shows. Oh, of course, of course. And um, speaking of, can we can we transition real fast to Britney Spears since we're on music and touring and money and entertainment and entertainment because I'm really think, kind of worried about Britney. Okay, let's talk about Britney. We haven't had a conversation since the impending divorce sort of blew up it wasn't like speculating anymore it was pretty clear there was a divorce coming and and it's here and it's and it's, it's here and it's upon us right so and she's crashing or not crashing I she's, think crashing. she's crashing she's crashing yeah. very hard um so she's released several instagram videos since the divorce that are completely unhinged i mean <laughs> literally i mean just awful but here's my main concern right they have Throughout this whole divorce, there's been so many reports and things like that about her finances and so many different um, stories coming out about how much money she actually goes through in one year. And apparently she goes through just just over, just, I'm sorry, not over, just under $10 million, $10 million a year, right? And she's only, what? And, that's, go ahead. that's that's her expenditures for one year is $10 million, just Can under. Can you imagine? Yeah. So she, right now she's worth like $56 million, which gives her like... Five years. Which gives her about five years. And here's my thing. She has not had an album out since 2016. She has not recorded a single thing. And, she, and, and now, in today's world, you cannot make the kind of money that she did back in the 90s off of releasing an album. You have to tour. And I don't think she has the audience that are going to pay the kind of prices to go see her like Pink does, you know, like Adele does, like Taylor Swift does. I don't think she's there anymore. You know what it is? They have to stop making these performances out of reach for regular people. Yes, it is completely out of reach. It really is. I I mean, I can't go see Adele. I can't afford to go see... Well, I'm going to see Pink only because somebody's giving us tickets to the place. Like, we... I couldn't afford to see her here. I have to fly to Kentucky to do it for mm-hmm. free, <laughs> which mm-hmm. still costs me. But anyways, these 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 concerts are unaffordable for regular people. It's unfortunate because when I was a kid and music was so important, I could afford to go to the concerts. Exactly. You and now pay- our kids can't have those experiences because only the rich people can have it. Exactly. And and if yeah. they do have those experiences, they're there with their parents. And that's with not their parents. That, and that's it's not, not how the same your, your concert as experience a seven dollar and fifty cent Jethro Tull ticket I at know. Boston Garden. It's not I don't, the same. I re- I don't know if you remember the killers, but when the killers first came no. out the, no, I don't so know. they've been around for a long time now. But when I first got out of college, they had a concert and I paid $17 to go see them. And it was great. I mean, everybody was there. I, All my friends were there. I'm sure. And like I said, Jethro Tull, huge band. And it's day. I was there in its day for $7.50. Yeah. And they were still rich rock stars. Yeah. So oh. I don't I don't know what this is going to mean for the future of Britney. But yes, I, I don't out. think I don't think she has any real concept of money. So. Now, here's a question as somebody who doesn't run out there to find all the Britney news. Um, when she was, I was almost said in quarantine, when she was um, <laughs> conservatorship, conservatorship, when she was under conservatorship, 
Did she live like a $10 million a year spender or did they bring that shit in and she lived like a humble lifestyle at home? Well, that's, that's a good question because the, you know, she has not been out of her conservatorship for very long and mm -hmm. the figures that they released were from the last couple of years. So, and, you know, she might've been spending a lot of money because of the conservatorship, you know, okay. because of all the attorneys and things like that, that she was paying. But my okay. concern now is that she doesn't seem driven really to do anything, but she still lives this lifestyle that requires an income of some, uh, uh, actually, I was going right. to say of, of The some residuals time. aren't that much. Like she it, never wrote anything because those the are the thing. ones that make the money. She the did writers. not. Yeah, she did not. She did not write on the majority of her hits. So yeah. So she, and she, when's the last time she had a hit? I mean, um, do you think if somebody could rein her in that she could produce hits again? Or do you think she's too far gone? I think it's too far. gone. I think she's a legacy act now. I think it's too far gone. I don't think she'll okay. be anywhere near um, top top 40 radio anytime ever again. But I think Poor she's still, Brittany. She's still viable. Britney fans are screaming at you right now. I know, but I think she's still viable as a legacy act. I would still love to go see her perform Baby One More Time and stuff like that if she could get her act together and actually, like, you know, make it interesting and act like she enjoyed it. Because I've watched so many videos of her performing live where you know she's just going through the motions and she does not care at yeah. all. So. Well, she's... So she's had her day. It's come to an end. Somebody has to help her get through this well, and manage her money. And she can and, and she lasted do the a legacy while. act thing. She lasted a long time, especially for somebody who really wasn't known as a singer, <laughs> you know? Right, she, right. Who doesn't, who didn't even you sing know, live. She lasted I a remember long time. She was on the charts when my nieces were teenagers. And that's how I remember her and the whole, that whole pop scene of that year yeah. um and they even said they only go to the concerts for the dancing yeah like she can't sing but she can dance her ass off so they yeah. like that better than the song so yeah me too anyways all right poor britney um, me too i know so there uh, we go that's that's like news i can use and entertainment do you want to take a break real quick before we come back and talk about yeah for sure and okay. then we'll come back and we'll talk a little politics and then we'll Oof. we'll talk about chris stapleton all right all right let's all right. take a break break, All right, welcome back, everybody. Hey, we're back. Welcome back. Welcome and, back. Uh, welcome back to Three for Tea. Uh, three for Tea, uh, where we can be found at. No, I don't even know those numbers. So don't ask. <laughs> three for Tea, one, two, three, at pretty much every social media. Exactly. Uh, we had a little bit of politics to talk to before we get into our artist, uh -huh. our artist Chris Stapleton. So, what do you want to start with with politics, um, well, Brian? Can and we this start... is where I wish we did have Kevin because I know, same. as a political correspondent, he did a great job, and we'll come back to do it as well. So, go still, ahead. 
Well, let's. Can we start with Mitch McConnell? Because he had a another free. He started. <sighs> he had another incident that was. And I'm not trying to make fun uh, or light of the situation, but he had an incident where he froze again. Again. In in front of cameras, in front of an entire audience of constituents, and live. Both live. times was was being filmed live and as well. They did not immediately like when he looks like he's having seizures, right? And Kevin actually said he is having something called um I wanna say it's TMI. Yeah. TMI is for our other podcast. That's okay. So TIA Kevin said he was having a mini stroke. Yeah. Mini strokes. And he's having these live on television and they keep pushing him in front of live cameras. And in well, front of audiences. I have never been a fan of Mitch McConnell. And no. let me just say that up front. But I don't, I think it's a frightening thing to have to witness to happen to anyone. Um, uh, they need to, to let him go. He needs to retire from that job. He I agree. Cannot, I mean, it, it, it's clear. It's not unclear. It's clear. Like so, we have this other side saying that Biden has to quit because he's old and forgetful, which is not untrue. But he doesn't freeze up in the middle of things. Exactly. Like Mitch McConnell always looked like he was melting to me. I used to think he just looked like <laughs> this whole thing. And now he just melts even more. Yes. And he needs to, they need to let him, let him go. So this, it's like, this is. If your dog was like that, you'd put your dog to sleep. Exactly. They kept having these seizures or whatever. And exactly. I'm not saying put him to sleep. Sorry, all you, you know, anti-everything people. I was joking about let him get out of that job. Give it to someone else. I agree completely. <sighs> Poor guy. Not so, poor guy, because he's an awful guy, but poor guy. He's a terrible person. This what could is not their have... motivation, do you think, for keeping him out there? Because I don't think if he steps down, I don't think they can replace him with another Republican. You know, I'm not sure what happens I don't know. There. That's where we need Kevin. And I any know. of our listeners who want to jump in, I'm sure I know a couple that know way more about politics than any of us. Because Republicans are sticking um, up for the guy. And this guy, uh, Mike... Browns of South Dakota uh, mm-hmm. recently came out saying that Mitch McConnell is perfectly capable of carrying out his leadership uh, position after he froze in public for the second time in as many months. There's a lot of quote. This, there's a lot of folks out there who would like to see him go, but that's because he's a very capable leader. He's one of these kind <laughs> of guys that if you can take him out of the leadership role in advance, you might end up in a better position if you are a competitor of his. End quote. Oh, I get it. Yeah, they yeah. think we only want him out of there because he's competition. Correct. The man can't do his job. Somebody's mm. doing his job for him, and then Correct. they put him out there. It's like Weekend at Bernie's. Let's just call it Weekend It really at is. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to watch that after we get off here now. <laughs> uh, and uh, I know Such there's no movie. Republicans out there listening to us at this point in our career. No. Uh, but that's funny. Um, okay. So that's it. That's that's the Mitch McConnell news. Do you have anything else for news? I got no. I have Rhonda. 
You want to talk about I Rhonda? Have, yeah, we we should talk about Rhonda. Okay. And I sent you the Rhonda tape, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yes. And yeah. uh, for the listeners who are not familiar, Rhonda Santis, the governor <laughs> of Florida, has uh, decided to run up to Jacksonville to comfort the people who were um, the community of, they were a their community was victim of a racial gun violence. The guy went into a store, a family dollar or a dollar store, something like that, shot up people. Three people died, all black, who was screaming bad things and had SWAT stickers, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so there's this community in mourning and grief and despair and here it goes again. And in walks shining white, Fucking Rhonda Santis and his shining white wife, like they're gonna the, the great white hope. Well, for those of you who didn't see the video, they got booed and they got booed in a terrific way. Oh, they yeah. got booed so bad that some badass black woman had to take the mic from him and shush the crowd because he couldn't do it. <laughs> he deserves it. Was hilarious. It. it was hilarious. He, and if he's... you watch, if you don't watch the video and you see still shots, you can see the side eye. Everybody in that crowd has given that man. Nobody wanted him there. He, he, they were like, you signed the bill, the, the law that said you can open carry, you can carry without right. a license. Jesus Christ. And this is Jacksonville, correct? Jacksonville. Yeah, which is very, very right wing, very Republican. Well, they let him have it, and it was welcomed to me anyway so that was it that i had on ronda santis ronda santis is that mm. what you had as well um so we could just jump right in then with our listeners to the chris stapleton yes um album um i am a huge fan of chris stapleton stapleton and i've been listening to him for quite some time and we talked about him before and we weren't really sure how to categorize him and yeah i did some research and some people call it uh country some people call it even bluegrass but i don't I, think that you can really put it anywhere i would call it like it's country blues like it is it is okay. very reminiscent of like later cheryl crow albums melissa etheridge albums that i used to listen to when i was See, younger i would never say they were country those two women i would never put in the country john john um no, but they dabbled in both. They've dabbled in blues. They've dabbled in country. And that's kind of what I feel like Chris Stapleton okay. is. He's kind of a dabbler. He's not country. He's not blues. Like, I can't consider him kind of like Bonnie Raitt. Um, yeah, that's really probably a lot closer than, yeah, like that than Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, can kind of put it out there and and really get anybody to listen. Yeah, that's um, probably a lot closer than my comparisons. I would say Bonnie okay. Raitt is... Probably the closest thing that you could probably compare him to. All right. Bonnie Raitt for the win. And if you remember, we've done Bonnie Raitt. We've done Bonnie Raitt. She's amazing. Not like literally, you know, she wasn't in the back of me cab or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you Uh, remember? (laughs) Do you you know what that reference is from? I have never remembered any (laughs) reference. I usually don't even know it. Never mind. Remember it. So So what is that? Say it again and help me listeners. I said, uh, I never had her in the back of me cab or anything like that because there's a movie called Who's That Girl Starring Madonna, right? And there's a taxi driver. 
And the taxi driver in New York City knows everybody. So every time somebody gets in their cab and they're like, do you know this person? I had her in the back of my cab once. <laughs> so, okay, which so basically have... means this taxi driver slept with like everybody in the back of his cab. Like, oh, basically. that's so funny. Uh, anyways, Bonnie Raitt, uh, superstar, and I feel like Chris Stapleton's a superstar as well. And I want to ask you what you thought, because you didn't start out really knowing much or being a fan. Well, so... I didn't think I did until I put his music on shuffle. And then, like, every mm -hmm. song that came on, I was like, oh, I know this. I know this from Jimmy Fallon. I know this from The Tonight Show. You know, there were so yeah. many songs that I have seen him perform on. Anyways, but um, go ahead. So I knew a lot of his songs, and especially when I put on the album, uh, tra actually, I didn't put on any album, I just shuffled, but every okay. time I heard one of his songs from the album Traveler, I was like, oh, I know that song, but Traveler was his first album, so that came out in 2015, so that those songs have been around for a long time, songs like uh -huh. Tennessee, Tennessee Whiskey, um, Parachute, um, the song Traveler, Fire Away was really good. Some great songs. Um, they were all really, like these are albums that you don't, you can't skip a song, you know, you just listen to it straight through because they're all um, so good. I, I also did like the shuffle, like you say, so anything I listened to or that I heard, I couldn't tell you directly what album it was off of. Did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Okay. Cause I, it went weird for a minute there. Like I heard the birds really loud for a second. <laughs> that was weird. Anyways. Um, and I smell a fire. You're definitely going to have to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like fire. The smelly like burning toast. Burning. No, it's, I'm outside. Okay. okay. Um, anyways, uh, back to Chris Stapleton. Um, yeah, so I did a lot of listening this week as well, but not familiar with what goes to what album and definitely have some favorites. And I can't believe I didn't know all of it because I love so much of it. I was like, how come I didn't know this one? Yeah. Uh, very often as I was listening. So uh, tell us what you know. Tell us what you know, uh, Brian. Well, I would say he's not prolific. Uh, that's not a word I would use for him. At this point, he only has four albums. And like I said, the album that we were just talking about, Traveler, came out in 2015. So, you know, he's had four albums since 2015, but I will say all four of those albums are quality. We're talking about the type of artist kind of like Adele, where she releases an album every four or five years, but that album changes the game, you know? And that's what he does, I think, with country music. Every okay. time, because Traveler, when he released that, that's his first album. That won so many awards and so many Grammys that all you saw in country music after that were people trying to be like the next Chris Stapleton. Like yes, he, I he, agree that did happen. He really did set a trend. And then he released two albums back-to-back -back from, called From a Room, Volume 1 and 2, in 2017. And then he released another album in 2020 called Starting Over. So it's not like he has this huge discography, but they are the type of albums like i said that you don't skip a song it's not like there yes. are filler songs like there were in the 80s when i used to buy an album from like poison let's say or motley Crue. there's like one or two good songs right and you're buying the album <laughs> yes. for those good songs and then everything else in between is bullshit that's yes, not oftentimes that, that, well let is... me explain something i did a little dive into chris stapleton and his awards and his success and his career uh, you're right. He had eight Grammys, 14 Country Music Association Awards, 
10 Academy of Country Music Awards. Just from Traveler? From a mix of things. I think, okay. Okay. you know, I didn't, come on, I don't do that much research, sir. Anyways, um, <laughs> but however, however, do you have any idea what he's worth? No, I don't. But he's a songwriter, so. Yeah, and that's he had, where and, he's doing it. And before he released his album 2015, he wrote for many, many people, including well, Cheryl Crow and a couple of people. I have the right here, okay? Yeah. Uh, he has credits writing and co-writing over 170 songs, um, six number one country songs, uh, uh, you know, Kenny Chesney. Yep. And then Josh Turner. Kelly George Clarkson. Strait, Luke Bryan. Adele, Kelly Clarkson, Brad yep. Paisley, Dirk Bentley, Taylor Swift, yep. Vince Gill, Peter Frampton, Cheryl Crow, Ed Sheeran. This guy has written for everybody and everybody. Yeah. Um, so he's worth $25 million. And most people don't know who he is because he only has four albums. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm surprised he's not worth more than that. That's low. Oh, really? For, for what I think. For what I would think, because songwriters that sell their songs to other people, um, those are the people that get royalties for the rest of their lives. So right, but I, he, these are, uh, I bet a lot of them are co-writing. Yes, I'm right? sure. Um, and you don't really get, whatever. He's, he's so rich and he's, you know, when you look at four albums, I'm like, you don't think they'd have that much money. And it's well, not coming from the sales of his albums. It's coming from the sales of everybody else's albums. Yes. Uh, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I'm glad I uh, got to listen. Any favorites? Besides... Well, he and and let's not also overlook real quick. And even though he's a singer and a songwriter, he's also a producer that actually went to college at Vanderbilt University for engineering and had his yes. degree and had his degree, but he dropped out to pursue his career as a recording I artist. I did read that, and I thought, I thought. Um, of course, engineering. When I saw he dropped out of the, his engineering program, I wasn't thinking music engineering. I was thinking like he's going to build bridges or something. Oh. Like, not a guy <laughs> like that. Uh, mm. So I had it all wrong. It was musical and en- music engineering. That yeah. makes more sense. Uh, yeah. He did what he needed to do, and he did the right thing because he's hitting all the buttons with these songs. So. And am I the only one when I say Vanderbilt University who thinks about Anderson Cooper? Like, I wonder if he owns that. I'm like, I wonder if he gets anything <laughs> from that. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't and why won't so. he marry me? God. Um, <laughs> I do love me some Anderson Cooper. You know, uh, he's I, great. Have you listened to his podcast? I do. About, I but listen. Did you listen that one that he did that was about like unpacking his mom's things after she died? Um, no, but he did a. T- it sounds like the he does walking meditation. Did you know this? Okay. No. He does so. Apple Watch and Apple Fitness does this thing where you can like download this walking app, and it's called Walking Meditation. And he'll tell these stories about his mom, um, and his family and stuff like that. And he mentioned that. In his in one of those, uh, that podcast. Here I am. I'm gonna. I'm going to. I like to tell you guys about great podcasts when for listeners. And I have a couple that I was going to talk about this. We're week, so wanna... out of order. Oh my god! Awesome. I'm going to remember the name of that podcast. It's going to come to me, or we're going to search for it. 
And I will talk about it after when I do my podcast recommendations. Let's, we could just finish with um, Chris Stapleton, if you'd like. Yeah. Let's, so, let's finish up with Chris Stapleton. So, yeah, okay. um, you know, he's born in Lexington, Kentucky, and he's almost the same age as me. He's uh, one year younger. He's 45 years old. So he is not, he's been in the game quite a while before he made his debut in 2015. Okay. Um, you know, um, and he's, uh, he's won just about every award. Even for songs that weren't like hit, like he Tennessee Whiskey is not his song. That's been sung for decades. That's a really old song. And then like his version of it was certified diamond. <laughs> and I, like that listen hearing that song was the first song that made me want to hear more. Yeah. To be honest with you. Uh, I love that song. I don't care who would sing it. I love the hit you know, someone else can sing it, it's amazing, but I love the way he sings that song. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I really do. I do have a couple favorite songs. Of course, that's one of them. And how can you not like Maggie's song? I know that you haven't heard the whole uh, thing, but you gotta listen dog. to it. Yeah. It's the dog. You gotta love shit with dogs. God. Um, I don't know why. Like, I can watch movies where, you know, there's a war and hundreds of people are getting blown up to bits. But if one dog dies in a movie, I'm done. I am in pieces. I cannot handle I cannot handle it. I'm the same way. I can remember one movie where something bad was happening, like in a tunnel, and cars were stopped, and they got to get out of their car, and they got to run because, like, water spilling it up yep. from the other direction. And I was like, "Get the dog!" I Independence think I was in a Day. Movie theater You're, yelling. That's Independence get Day. Get the dog. Is yes. that what it was? Yes. Oh, yep. Yelled it that's right me at me too. I was like, I don't uh, care about any of the people in I those cars. But All get those that people ahead of you. Get the dog. <laughs> anyway, so the the Anderson Cooper um, is called All There Is with Anderson, Anderson Cooper. And what oh. he does is he talks about this, but he does it through conversations with other people. Like he has other people um, on. He's not, you know, he's talking to, um, my favorite was like he does a conversation with Molly Shannon, one with Stephen Colbert was oh, my nice. all time favorite because they talk about, you know, he didn't adopt, I guess he didn't adopt his kid until he was 50. And the reason was he wanted to make sure he lived longer than his own father. Huh. And how um, after that, he knew he could live long enough to give his kid a, a father for longer than, you know, a few years. So and then Kobeer, I think it was, came on and he was like, the same thing, the same thing was happening. And it was, it just struck a nerve with me because I want to retire before I'm 65 because both of my parents died at 65. So like listening to that was so validating because other people think I'm crazy. Um, but it was so validating. Anyways, it's all there is with Anderson Cooper. Nice. And it talks about going through different spaces of grief and, and everybody has gone through grief so none of yep. you would not enjoy this you would all enjoy this and that's another reason why if and i'm gonna plug it again because i keep saying it but rosie o'donnell her podcast onward is so good and i love my mb alex breakdown because she goes over things that i have always kind of wondered she's a neuroscientist you know so she talks a lot about the brain and how the brain functions and processes information and as an educator that stuff is fascinating to me and as yeah somebody... i think i think the first two words you said or three words you said in that sentence made me understand why i don't really like it she talks a lot 
She talks a lot, a lot. She talks a lot, and I'm a just lot. Not, yeah, I I had to. I was following her, and then I had to stop because I I kept not listening to it, so I unfollowed her. Um, well, but I got to try the Rosie O'Donnell one because you keep saying how great it is. It so is. I'm going to try. Here, here's a promise, but you got to make a promise too. Uh oh. You have to watch Jury Duty. Okay. And I will. I will listen. How long would it take you to binge? eight episodes not lo- not long i've been spending two days now binging something called um oh god with uh natasha leone what's it called poker face on oh Pe- okay Peacock. so there's a here our 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 podcast and show we rolled right into that we didn't even need a segue have you um, never seen poker face isn't new and i didn't know about no, it no i don't but, know this show what is it oh, it's called poker face yes. i like her it's so good it's and so what is good. the premise of this show? Poker so Face? I I don't want to say a whole lot because okay. great, and I'm and I because I don't know the whole premise of the show yet. It's one of those that kind of unfolds with each episode. But okay. so Natasha Leone, who I love, plays mm-hmm. a kind of retired slash outlawed poker player who okay. just kind of has a knack for knowing when somebody is lying, no matter what, just based right. on like facial expressions and body movement and stuff like that. So she, you know, was caught like by the mob because she was running like some kind of ring in their casinos and she was kind of put on like watch. Right. So for like lockdown and then all of a sudden she like her friend gets murdered and she knows it and she knows it's like one of the casinos, like big people that murdered her. Okay. You know, so this she goes like a show we could buy into. There's murder. She goes, yep, she goes on the run. And then at each town that she goes in, it's almost kind of like a different story. Like she might stumble into like Montana and like stay at like a because her car breaks down. She might have to stay at like a gas station or something like that. And um, you know, she discovers that somebody like got murdered there and she like oh, you know, God. you know, tries to help solve the, it's really cool. And all that's right. that's all I can pretty much tell you about that without giving more of it away. But it's so good, and it's on Peacock. It's called okay. uh, Poker Face. All right, I'm going to watch that. In a, in uh, you're going to watch Jury Duty, but for that I have to listen to Rosie. So that's different than me watching Poker Face. It's a I'm little just going to watch Poker Face. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch Poker Face anyways because it sounds like something that's my jam. Okay, so we I think did I already tell you about Traces? No. Okay, Traces is, you know, Bird Box. I don't know if you can get it. I don't know what it's on. It's on Eddie for me. So it's a young woman who moves back to the town she was born in. And when she was seven, her mother was murdered. And now she's stumbling upon clues to find out who the murderer is. And that's season one. And we just started season two, where they already know who the murderer is. And now there's the trial. And it's uh, oh. it's pretty good. We like it. It's a lot of forensics, you know. We like like they find this. Uh, some of the characters are strange, um, but I like it. It's an easy to watch, forty five minutes. So well, give that a try. There's two seasons. We're halfway through. I and will have again, to give that a try. You're gonna watch Jury Duty. I will try to watch Jury um, Duty definitely, and it's a three day weekend, so there's no excuse. Right, right? and for podcast recommendations, I just told you the. Um, Anderson Cooper one and I'm also listening to Small Town Big Crime and I don't know how many seasons they have I guess I could look Um, 
it's pretty good. I like it a lot. I think I heard this murder story before on one of my other murder podcasts. Um, so I'm familiar with the story, but these guys do such a great dive into it. It's amazing. If you like that good journalism, that right in there, you're going to love this. It's called uh, small, small Town Big Crime. All right. Nice. Uh, so give that a try. Rachel give that a try. Ryan, listen. Jacqueline... Her mother, uh, I can't say her last name. Another girl named Courtney. Uh, anyways, give those <laughs> a try, listeners. Listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going on. What else do we got? I think that's all I have for. Um, that's it. It's time to pick Chris for next week. And, and I think you have to give us a Jimmy Buffett album to listen okay. to. Okay. So pay can our I respect? Can I just say though, because I was really looking forward before Jimmy Buffett died, I was really looking forward to like throwing you for a loop. So can All I right, tell well, you well, who no, my no, original no, no, pick no, no, this no, week no, was no, going to no, be? No, 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 because next week you get to your pick back because this was a like a listener request or like a okay, tragedy. Okay. So then you I'll... get to pick still next week. So keep okay, that good. quiet. Okay. So this week we're going right. to listen to "Songs You Know by Heart" by Jimmy Buffett. It's that's the album. That's the album. Songs oh, You Know by right. Heart. Which again, we could just put him on shuffle. I saw that he's so, on the top of the charts again. Yeah. So you got Cheeseburger uh, in Paradise. You got you know of Son favorite. of a Sailor. Favorite. What a pirate looks at forty. Margaritaville. It, it's got, like it's like the best, the greatest hits. <laughs> I, it's pretty damn good album, uh, it's, and it's it's, it's the one album. you know what the cover looks like. It's the one with bright yellow background and red writing. You know, Jimmy that Buffett. just says Jimmy yep. Buffett. Yep. Yep. That, I, I had it. I had it when I was a kid. Yep. If it wasn't mine, it was somebody in my family's. I recognize it. It's been in our house. So everybody go out there and listen to this great album by one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Uh, the good old Jimmy Buffett. So, yep. And uh, rest, rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. I mean, and you know what? For better or for hi. worse, he was the soundtrack of my childhood. For and I didn't choose that. <laughs> like it okay. was, it was forced on me in Key West. <laughs> it was, I'm sure. But uh, you know, today's the day, the anniversary of the day my mom died, and I think Aww. it was twenty something years ago. I couldn't tell you that that right off the top of my head. So you know, while you're out there, find my mom and sing her song because she was one of your biggest fans. So that's right. Peace out, Jimmy Buffett. Peace out, Jimmy Buffett. Peace and, out, listeners. Uh, and you and can find us at, go ahead, at Brian. 3 for T123 on all social medias. All right. Give us a listen. Give us a share. Get us out there. Talk about us. And uh, have a great week and do your best at doing your best. That's right. All right. Peace out, Brian. Bye-bye.